Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Singapore Homebrew on Money FM 89.3. We are with Rachel Ong, the advisor of the Purple Parade, a chairperson of the Purple Parade Limited, also member of parliament for the Telek Blanga West Coast GRC. How are you doing today, Rachel? Good, thank you. Good morning. We Good morning, Glenn and Neil. We are off to a quick start this morning. Uh, we didn't get much of a chance to call you in advance. Apologies for that. But no we, we did want to make sure to get touch base with you about the annual Purple Parade this afternoon. Tell us about mm-hmm. it. Okay, so we start at 3 and it goes to 7 this afternoon at Suntec City. Uh, we have pre-programmed Pre-Parade at 2 p.m. Uh, so today we will see to about 13,000 participants. With uh, wonderful parties, we have 200 participating organizations. Um, and uh, come do your early Christmas shopping. We have over 40 booths, uh, concert performance, and a really wonderful lineup of contingent uh, paraders, about 8,000 of us. It's a wonderful initiative, Rachel. It is in its 11th edition. Just for the benefit of our listeners, could you give us an overview of what the Purple Parade actually does and who okay. it reaches out to? Well, um, we, we look into, well, our key focus is this, is to celebrate the abilities of the disability. So, and, and what we do here in order to do that is to really understand uh, the, the different lanes. So when we talk about disabilities, we focus on the intellectual disabilities, physical disabilities, autism, rare diseases, uh, as well as visually impaired and also um, our community that has uh, hearing impaired. So these are the six links that we look into and we try to advocate and promote uh, and support them in terms of inclusion, uh, whether it's transport, education, housing. We are talking with Rachel Ong, the advisor of the Purple Parade and the chairperson of the Purple Parade Limited, also a member of parliament for Telek Blanga on the West Coast GRC. And the Purple Parade happening today from 3 p.m. till 7 p.m. over at Suntech City. It's free for everybody. Rachel, I've, I've gone to, I think, three or four of them now over oh, the years. Nice. And it is always uh, – it's, it's just amazing. It, it's so heartening to see – the volunteers there, everybody helping, and also seeing the folks with varying levels of physical and mental challenges there. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, they're, they're selling uh, goods that they've made and things that they've done, doing performances, dance performance, dance spectrum is there. That's right. uh, good friend Sharon Liu uh, heading up that mm-hmm. effort. And, Wonderful. And, and it, just, it just really, I think if you're, if you're missing a little bit of hope, in the mm. world, in, in, the, mm. in the recent weeks and recent months of what's been happening around the world, you know, you go to this event and all of a sudden you feel just a little bit better about <laughs> yourself and what we're able to accomplish here in Singapore. And I, I don't know if you get that feeling or not. I assume you do because you're so closely involved with it. But yeah, how, what are you hearing from folks who, who go year after year uh, who may not either be involved with it but mm. just go as participants? What do they tell you? Mm. Well, thank you. I think sometimes you catch things, you know, some things are not taught that you catch that, like exactly what you just said. We have to be in it to see for ourselves. And our encouragement is always this, that, you know, let's try to get to know uh, people with disabilities. And, and not just, you know, high by kind of get to know, but really get to know. And, and be in their lives and the lives of caregivers um, and um, people that I've known over the many years who are visually impaired, uh, perhaps I want a, a, a very good friend of mine. 
um, you know, she has she can't see, but she has more vision, you know, than than many people that that are gifted with sight. And so, really, how how do we uh, show up, and how do we come alongside, and 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 in a way do life together? And I see that, and and I think that's why the movement has uh, progressed as it has over the past few, uh, many years. I think people are intentional about not just being a part, but really being a part of life. Yeah, well, that's the key point, isn't it, Rachel? It creates empathy. Recently, we mm-hmm. I went to an event uh, with the guide dog Singapore. We had them in the studio. Yeah. And it's a similar thing, isn't it? When you take a walk in somebody yeah. else's shoes, even if it's only briefly, you do create a greater connection, a greater empathy. And I don't think mm-hmm. it's any coincidence that the Purple Parade has gone from 4,000 people in 2013 yeah. to over 10,000 people, and I hope you get even more today. Yeah. Are you getting that from on the ground that, that you know guys who go along to these things with their families, they make a connection? Connection with the folks at the Purple Parade because that's what we're looking for here. Mm-hmm. I think with the individuals, individuals as well as families, we've seen that they've come alongside uh, our disabilities organisations, hmm. where you know, coming to volunteer, whether it's the Minds Group, whether uh, it is for uh, you know the different uh, links, the pillars that we look at. Um, one of the one one very encouraging progress is the organisation participation. So, you know, organizations that were a part of our campaign mm. uh, dress in purple, um, uh, different props, and, and have their, there's a multiplication effect because, um, you know, we will see to one organization a thousand, you know, employees and they're all in, you know, um, and uh, that's the part that we saw some uh, resonance uh, over the past year. And this year we see to 40% increase in participation. Wow. Wow. That is impressive. Yeah, that is amazing. And, you know, one of the other elements to this is bringing awareness to the community of how how many of these folks with with whatever level of disability that they may have or physical challenge are still employable, are people that can get good jobs, can work in, uh, you know, regular or specialized work environments. I know there's a number of restaurants around town that uh, that are hiring folks um, with Mm -hmm. with physical or intellectual disabilities um, Mm -hmm. that we've been to. And, and, And that, I think, is, you know, how do you take what was traditionally something, you know, some some families hid these members away, you know, in, in the, in the back room of their house, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rather Mm -hmm. than bringing Mm -hmm. them out in the community and, and helping them to live full and fulfilling lives. And, uh, and I think that, that to me is one of the beautiful things about the purple parade is it really highlights that to the, to the community. Is that, is that something that you guys are actively trying to promote? Like let's, let's get folks employed or getting, getting Mm -hmm. them doing volunteer work or whatever. Yes, so depending on the, the disposition of uh, the, pers- the, the disabled as well as the of, family members, sure, of course. the comfort level, yeah. we do have that. And, and very, very encouraging to see that organizations, not just the FMB, but across, we have a tech firm called Octopus 8 uh, that hires um, our friends with disabilities to, to get involved in tech-related um, uh, roles, you mm. know, and so employment is exactly what you just said. It's uh, very critical as part of the growth, especially with the younger younger people who are disabled. So, um, so that's when we come in to look at what you know, at, at what at what levels can they be involved and, and employed, and uh, in terms of matching them into 
organizations predisposed to wanting mm. uh, to hire. You know, so it's a, it's a wonderful um, uh, progress that we've also seen uh, over the past two years. Wonderful. You've touched on it a little there, Rachel, but as the advisor and chairperson of the Purple Parade Limited, what is the future for Purple Parade? Mm. It's growing year on year. What's next? Yeah. Yeah. So I think what's next is that we want to do two things. We want to go deeper and wider. So wider would be, you know, like this year we seem to the significant percentage of increase. We're about people who are not here yet, you know, people who are not involved yet. Uh, caregivers, you know, people that uh, may may want to do something and serve. We hope that we can go wider. To go deeper, we are looking into equipping um, our, our disabled community as well as caregivers on how do we then really understand each of the disabilities and, um, I, and grow from there and to equip leaders for the future. So we do have uh, a pool of leaders that we are looking and working with and a full-time team. Um, I don't know if you know it thinks you, uh, uh, you know, just uh, we're so proud of her. Uh, she's a swimmer, an athlete, um, recently joined us in the past year as a full-time staff at the Purple Parade. Mm. Give us uh, one more time. Give us the where and the when for everybody. Okay, so it's today. Uh, starts at 3. It goes all the way to 7. Um, and it's at the Suntex City. Rain or shine, be down there, everybody. The Purple Parade. Uh, our special thanks to Rachel Ong for jumping on the phone with us early this morning. <laughs> no uh, worries, pleasure. And, and we, we wish you all the best. I'll see you down there later on. We encourage everyone to get down there and wear purple. Thank you so much, Neil and Glenn. Thank uh, you. You're the best. Thanks, Rachel. Have a great day. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.